Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, beloved one. This is Bishop Dr. Lawrence Mwamba. Recording here in Dallas, Texas, the United States of America. It's a pleasure to have you all join me at this particular time and to have you share with me the amazing grace of God. We are in the midst of the Bible School uh, teachings here in Dallas, Texas, the United States of America, where I've got about 30 students around the world. I've been teaching from the book of John, and that's what we we are getting on to right now. The gospel according to St. John. And so wherever you are, I'd like us to, you to join us and uh, share with us. By the way, I want to introduce myself. Uh, I was born in Africa, in Zambia, and uh, I went to school there, finished my high school, and uh, when I finished my school, I joined the. Uh, I, I started a training, joined the uh, company training for uh, an electrical engineer. Uh, the courses took me up to the level of an electrical technician. Uh, from there on, I was given a responsibility and in charge of a big, big department, which was the construction of uh, big, huge substations. Uh, taking 220 kV power, stepped down to 66 kV. When I say kV, I mean 1,000 volts. They stepped down to 330 kV, then 11 kV, then 2.2, and then uh, 360 for the motors in the mines, and 220 for the household power. That job I did for almost 10 years, when the Lord now called me, to full-time ministry. I went to train in Nigeria for two years where I received my associate of arts degree. Upon graduation, I came back to Zambia and started a ministry named the Pentecostal Believers Church of God. Uh, that uh, ministry was begun in the house of an elder. Uh, from there, we built the work from six members to about 500 people, members, who are there now. Then as the ministry was growing, we managed to get a land, plot of land of five acres in the mid-town of Russia. And there we built the first Bible school and also the main church. The Bible school I began in 1989 in my own house, in the living room, training about six young men. The Bible school then grew from 6 to 18 to 20, until I finally trained over 100 students who are pastors, pastoring churches around the world. And so uh, the grace of God abounded. Most of these students started ministries wherever God sent them. 
have some here in America and some within Africa. Then the Lord began to send me extensively around the world, especially here in the United States. I preached in London, preached in South Wales, Cardiff, Ottawa, preached in Paris, preached, traveled extensively in the Netherlands, Holland, preached in Amsterdam, preached in Yehel, uh, you know, uh, Emelo, and Utrecht. Then the Lord brought me back the United States of America, ministered greatly in Washington, D.C., in Maryland, St. Louis, Missouri, in New York, New York, Staten Island, and in Queens, New York. Then I moved on by God's grace, crisscrossed this nation, Atlanta, Georgia, North Carolina, went to St. Louis, Missouri, Eolia, and just crisscrossed this whole land. And so the grace of God has abounded greatly upon my life. And I've seen the blessings of the Lord greatly abound. And so we started the Bible school here in America. As I settled down, I've been to Gordon Cornwall Theological Seminary in Massachusetts for my Master of Divinity degree program. Then uh, I did the three years of correspondence training with Raymond. And then the Lord, by his grace, opened further doors for me. And I received a honorary Doctor of Divinity degree from the Christian Bible College of Rocky Mount, North Carolina. It has been a tremendous walk of faith. God has been so gracious to me. His grace has abounded mightily. And I've seen the mighty hand of God prevail. And so it encourages my heart to see that today we are training men and women in ministry around the world. Our students all over Africa, our students from Uganda, we have students from Tanzania, we have students from Zambia, we have students from South Africa, we have students from uh, uh, Kenya. And uh, we are still building the work of the Lord, expanding it to... Uh, Accommodate as many students as we can by his grace. I have students even from the Fiji. And right now, we, are, we have pastors, or what they call professors, who are helping us from uh, South Africa. Of, uh, Bishop Chisala, is teaching marriage and family. He's from Zambia, of Dr. Kaosu, who is uh, teaching New Testament uh, uh, survey or New Testament studies. And uh, here in America, you have me, Bishop Dr. Lawrence Mwamba, and I'm teaching the Book of Romans together with my wife, uh, Elder Tarina Mwamba, who teaches with me the Book of Romans. And I'm teaching the Gospel according to St. John. I'm teaching the Book of First and Second, 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 to Thessalonians, then I'm teaching the Old Testament survey. We are now in the Pentateuch. And so it has been an extensive trip, a blessing to see uh, people's lives changed. Right now, we are looking at uh, the gospel according to St. John. I've just been introducing the students to the teaching there 
uh, in uh, John and chapter number one. Uh, but before we go into the study, I did talk about the books. You see, we have in the what we call the Gospels, we have four books of the Gospels. So we've got the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Now, the three Gospels, which are Mark, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, they are called the Synoptic Gospels, which means because the description of the image of our Lord Jesus Christ and his life and works are described at a different vantage point by these three apostles. And so they are called Synoptic, because Synoptic means seeing together. So it means the, 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 what Matthew sees overlaps with what Mark sees, and Mark, what Mark sees overlaps with what Matthew and Dr. Luke see. And so these are called the synoptic gospels, or seeing together. Their bottom line is that they are gospels that are aligned together and describe the oneness of one person, Jesus Christ. Now, in synoptics, it's like we're looking at one picture, see? If we have three artists or four artists, right? Three artists. One is looking in the front, one is looking from the back, and one is looking from the side. So the one looking from the front is going to all get, give us a picture of what the front looks like. Maybe the person is wearing reading glasses like I am today. It's got a shirt with a tie that you can see. But the other thing is in the back, you won't see, except for the man who is in the back, who can see that. And so it is with the synoptic gospels, is that the person at that particular vantage point, whatever they see is what they will record. So we have a complete picture of the image of Jesus Christ. Now, in talking about the synoptic gospels and the first four books of the Bible, I did share with the students that each has a meaning. There is the first of a man, then with actually the book of Matthew presents Jesus as the king of the Jews. Then Mark presents Jesus as the suffering ox. The ox that labors hard to survive and then still dies. Uh, is given up for offering for mankind. Then the book of Luke presents Jesus as the man. Behold the man. Then we see the book of John, the beloved apostle, presents Jesus like an eagle. And I have an eagle who goes up at a pinnacle and looks down upon his creation and sees it from a vantage point of uh, seeing from above. And so we see here, I was reading from the book of Ezekiel, these particular four faces, how they're described in the scriptures. Verse number four. And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud and a fire enfolding itself, and the brightness was about it. And out of the midst, thereof as the color of ember out of the midst of the fire. Also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of, a, of four living creatures. This was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man, 
and everyone had four faces, and everyone had four wings. And their feet were straight feet, and the sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like the color of burnished grass. And they had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides. And they four had their faces and their wings. Their wings were joined one to another. They turned and when they went, they went everyone straight forward. And you can see there, it is giving us an account of the vision of Ezekiel. This is what Ezekiel saw. But when we look at the description of Ezekiel in this particular vision, it's actually entailing the books of the Bible, like I've said, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Now, we have discovered that the book of Matthew, the book of Mark, and Luke are synoptic gospels because they are seeing together. All right? That's what synoptic means. Now, here we have an introduction from the Word of God of what was going on with the great John the Baptist. John the Baptist came baptizing in the River Jordan and calling for the people to repent. Hear ye the Word of the Lord from John as he is, you know, encouraging people to come forth and be baptized in water by him, a baptism of repentance. I'll read from the scriptures once again so that you can be uh, well abreast. The Bible reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Now, here the introduction of John, the revelator, who actually wrote the gospel gospel according to St. John, and also the the book of Revelation, the small books of John, is telling us here, saying that in the beginning there was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. What is John trying to say here? What is he trying to imply? John is giving us basic facts for us to know that in the beginning of this cosmos and life as we know it, in the very, very beginning, there was the Word. And he's saying that this Word was with God, and this Word was God. You see, God operates by his speech. When God speaks, things happen. Because the words that God speaks are creative in nature. Whatsoever
God says will come to pass. That's why it's important for us also believers to realize that whatsoever God desires to do through us, he will do it. And just as we are made in the image of God, just as God would speak and things will happen, in the same way when we speak things, they will come to pass and it will happen because we have the same spirit with God. But here, we are being given some very basic doctrinal facts. It's describing whom Jesus was and where he was from. He, Jesus is God. You know, the Bible tells us here that in the beginning was God, the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, the Word refers mainly to the Son, which Jesus Christ was spoken forth by the Father, and he came to the earth as a physical agent and representer of the heavenlies. Jesus was born in Nazareth, in Bethlehem, firstly, in Bethlehem, and then of Judea, and then his parents came back to Nazareth, where he grew up. But all his growth and all time of his development, the focus was on him being the Messiah. The disciples knew it from the bottom of their heart that the man they were following was a peculiar man because of the things that he did. He walked on water. He multiplied five thousand fishes to feed the multitudes around the world. We can see from these accounts that the Lord Jesus Christ came for a mission here on earth, and that mission was to serve the lost and establish the kingdom of heaven. And, you know, we must realize that there is power in the spoken word because even the book of Hebrews does tell us that in the things that became or the things that came to be what we call the heavens and the earth, they were actually spoken into existence by God. So, friends, we as children of God, we have a similar power to speak things into existence. You don't need to worry. You don't need to fret. Fretting and worrying is of the devil. And you know, the Lord said it very clearly. He said, the thief cometh not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. That's in Matthew chapter 6, or John 10, 10. It's also in there. Because Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these other things shall be added unto thee. And so here, we, got, we have a very positive introduction from the John the Baptist. Now, here he's talking about, he says, the same was in the beginning with God. So he's talking about Jesus, that the same Jesus was in the very beginning with God. This is the bitter pill that the Jews, the Jewish nation would not take to accept the fact that Jesus was here on earth doing his father's work, but that even Jesus himself is a co-equal with the father in the sense that they run this, the worlds together by wisdom 
and grace. Now, you see from the book of John, as I'm driving there, I wanted you to see something here. In the book of John, we're given a, an account of when the gospel was written. Now, here is the summary of St. John. The date and place of writing was about 90 AD. The place is unknown from wherever Paul wrote this letter because they were quite overlapping. And then we see here, it says about the author, John, the beloved disciple. We see that in John 13, verse 20, verse 32. We also see there in John 19, verse 26, John 20, and verse 21. And so this man who wrote the scriptures here in the book of John was the beloved apostle whom the Lord loved. Do you remember? He had access to the Lord Jesus Christ and he slept in his bosom. Now, present with James and Peter on several occasions, this man was present James and Peter on several occasions witnessing about the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, you know, it's a blessing for us to get into this world and study it so it can build us up in the most holy faith. Now, the deity we have here is described as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, which is the right way of describing the divinity or the, the deity of God. We see here that there was what we might call the pre-incarnation of Christ. The pre-incarnation of Christ. It's telling us that the same was in the beginning with God. Verse 2 of chapter number 1. Then 3. All things were made by him and with him and through him. You see, this is, if you look at the combination of sentences, it says it was made by him and through him. By him and through him. Were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. So he's saying that without the Lord Jesus Christ, there was nothing you can ever think of that was made without having touched his hand for approval. It's a, it's a patient. It's a, 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 a situation we need to realize that God is working miraculously to establish his church. He says here that all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the, the light of the world. And his light comprehended it not. See, which means the, I mean, the, the darkness did not comprehend the light to stop it from shining. Let's look at the scriptures. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. What it means here is that no matter how much of the powers of darkness will try and arise against the church, it will never overcome the church. But the church is 
a growing body, and as of now, we can see just how things are changing in the church as it becomes the stepping stone to the coming glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Excuse me. Also here, the account tells us that there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a a witness the same came for a witness and uh, he said that um, and he was not the light but was sent to bear witness of the light so we see John the Baptist was not the actual light but he was sent to bear as witness of the light let's read on verse number 9 that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Here now, John is just bringing forth the, the, the importance of you being light. As God brings the light into the world, he wants us to be partakers of this light. God wants us to be partakers in the work that he's doing to bring mankind to himself. And God is working. Here even in the United States, people are dedicated to seek the space of God to get to hear the voice of God, to get to to see God move and get manifested, and to see men and women of God grow in the things of God. It's a great blessing indeed. And so we see from the book of John that there was a great wakings of the Spirit of God that worked amongst the people. Because here John is saying the darkness came to the gospel, but the darkness could not comprehend it. It could not stop the moving of the gospel. And you know, he says here that, uh, here he says in verse 10, he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. He came unto his own and as he came unto his own, his no his own also rejected him. You see? And he says that but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now, you know, as I was sharing in some of the teachings that it's easy to become a Christian. All you have to do is believe that God sent the Lord Jesus Christ who came to this earth and died for us, human beings, at the cross of Calvary. And that by his mouth, you can see the world recreated and the newness of life come. Because here you see, John is saying, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. What does it mean to be given power? When you are given power by somebody, he entrusts you certain treasures. You know, that you get power, especially when you're on the media like we are. You get a lot of power because you get a lot of people hear you at one go. You get thousands listening in at that one minute. And so it is the power of God 
unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Now, the book of Ephesians has made it very easy for us to be born again. Because when you read from the book of Ephesians, it's very, very elaborate. I'd like us to turn to the book of Ephesians and look at the scriptures that talk about being born again. It's in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 8. Let's see what the Bible says. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Now, here is an account given by the Apostle Paul who wrote that particular epistle to the Ephesians as they, they were wondering about their salvation. He clarified, he says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of your powerless, or of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works. Not of works. You see, not of works. See, you need to know that God chooses you with on his own prerogative, on his own term. You don't have to work hard to be chosen by God. See, God has got his own will, and he will choose whomsoever he wants to choose. See, there's that account in, in my study that says that uh, when God came as light unto our world, he came with the DNA that will respond positively to his creation. God created us in his image, and as he created us in image, we are made as a replica of God. But you see, because of the seed of Adam in the Garden of Eden, this sinful nature was spread to all mankind, everybody born of woman was a sinner automatically. And so we come here to the restoration of life in the Garden of Eden when God had recreated the heavens and the earth and he put the man whom he had made there to replenish and to cultivate the world and build it. And that's what has been done for the last 4,000 years. People have been building. People have been maintaining. People have been making sure that this individual does not have what it takes to do the work of the ministry. And so we see here the Lord saying, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself, but it is the gift of God, lest any man should boast. You know, at this particular time, there are certain people who would like stand up and boss and say, hey, you know, I'm from a royal family. That's no wonder we are Christians. You guys just, you know, on beggarly lines, you beg from the master of the home. What's wrong with you? And so we laughed it off and laughed it off because grace goes to see, you know, how God would work graciously amongst his own people. And so it happened here that... Um, the 
Apostle Paul is explaining to the Ephesians, he says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in walk in them, walk in the good ways of the Lord. Now, when the Bible says, by grace are you saved, not through faith, and not of yourselves, but it is the gift of God. What does that really mean? What it means, friends, is that the gospel is the gift of God. No matter what you say, well, I hate God by myself and I was born again. Fine, you are a hero in a sense of it, but after all, it's that, that you know, the, the time you spent in school studying, you graduate, what matters is what you're given in your hand. Even at our you're going to do an intensive study. But after that study, what you get is a great reward from the Lord. At this time, you know, I like to uh, reflect over what we have learned. And uh, if uh, anybody, let me see if we have any questions from the students. Because you see, the stream is running. And I don't know if we have had uh, any uh, students uh, respond to this stream. Uh, uh, you know, there was a disconnection to the stream, but we are getting back in, and uh, we, 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 we are there. Um, we'd like to see uh, just how we have been doing. And, you know, by God's grace, you see, we, we do get a good response from the people who joined this call, and um, they, 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 they will call and, uh, uh, you know, let us know that uh, they would like to share something with us. And those who would like to do so, they can. And if there may be somebody, maybe they're listening live, you know, they can uh, dial this number uh, two uh, seven. Uh, what is the my number again? It says seven two four 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 seven four four four. Uh, or they can go online to go to www.talkshoe.com. It's a Larry twenty seventy community call. And when you get there, the ID number is 134195. I encourage you to be part of what God is doing here in Dallas, Texas, where we are seeing the hand of God being manifested. You know, uh, when we get into the things of God, we get to know whom God is. Uh, It's encouraging when we see that the grace of God, when it abounds, it, 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 we see great things happen by His divine grace. You know, I've seen the power of God work, especially when I was in Nigeria, proving the point that it's by grace that we are saved. You know, we would hold meetings and crusades in Nigeria where thousands would come for the meeting. 
and the word will be preached. The gospel shall be the wholesome. We'll preach the word of God. Maybe sometimes, one time we had rain and Bunky come and uh, join in this mass crusade we held in uh, uh, Port Harcourt and in Lagos. Thousands upon thousands of people came. There was no room in the inn. The whole place was jam-packed with the people seeking the face of God, wanting to hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And as the word of God was preached, people received it wholeheartedly. And as the altar call was called, I was there, I saw thousands come to the front to receive the Lord Jesus Christ and be born again. And they did. And there were some who needed healing. They were prayed for. The power of God fell upon them, and they were healed. Listen, the gospel is a, is a, it evolves both ways. It evolves spiritually. It evolves physically in the sense that if you are sick physically, the power of the gospel of God can heal you. The Bible said he sent his word and his word healed them. And the Bible also says, by the stripes of Jesus Christ in the book of Hebrews, we were healed or we are healed. Now, today, if you're going through any trouble in your life, if you're going through some pain and you're going through a disease that you can't get rid of, I want us to join our faith together. I want to pray for you. Wherever you are, you say, Bishop Wanda, I am in pain, and I need God's hand to help me. Wherever you are, lift up your hand. I'm going to pray right now. Our gracious Heavenly Father, you see all those hands lifted up of the people who are in pain, people who are sick in body, people who need your touch. I cry to you, Master, as I pray for them. That let the spirit of the living God touch them. Let the power of Christ be their portion. Master, we give you honor and glory for each and every one of them. And I bless you, thanking you, knowing that you do hear me always when I pray. Thank you, Master, for hearing this prayer. I give you thanks and praise in the mighty name of Jesus. For you are the God of miracles and wonders. And thank you for hearing us now, Lord, we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving in our heart. As everybody agreed together and said, Amen. Listen, dear everyone, I'll be uh, having a great time of uh, ministry, and I want at this moment in time for you to... uh, Call us, if you can, uh, on uh, the number uh, 214-621-3107 and share with us what the Lord has done for you. And listen, when you do, God is going to touch your life and God is going to bless you. I'd like you to be a, a participant in what God is doing here in Dallas, Texas. I want you to come see the greatness of God manifested here in Dallas, Texas. You know, the Lord has been gracious. The Lord has been great. 
is a God of mercy, compassion. Is a God who hears and answers prayer. And to him, nothing is impossible. Because, you know, he is a faithful God. He is a God, when we cry to him, he hears us. And when he hears us, he brings his mercy to us. And so, dear friends, let it be known to you that you are part and parcel of what God is doing here in Dallas, Texas. And I want to encourage you that you be a, a people that seek his face, a people that follow the footsteps that he has laid out for us, a people who never give up. And so I challenge you in Jesus' name, be that. Let us see you join us. Let us see you do exploits. Let us see you move to, to do the outstanding performance of God by the Spirit of the Lord. And uh, I challenge you in the name of Jesus that uh, you see the greatness of God, you see the power of God working in whatsoever you do, God is faithful and he will see you through. And so I challenge you, dear ones, as I wind up this talk, I'm planning for a, a, another day when we can get in and... Uh, Moved together by the Spirit of the Lord, I'd like us to uh, end up this broadcast by God's grace. Uh, we are going to continue again on our next broadcast, but as for now, I'd like us to, to end this broadcast in a word of prayer. Shall we pray? Our precious Heavenly Father, we do bless and thank you for all that we are listening, and we ask the mercies of the Lord to abound upon them, and pray that, Lord, you see us through in all that we do for you. I pray for my dear brethren that the mercies and grace of God shall prevail, and that, Lord, we shall see the power of God manifested and we we'll know that you are the God of mercy, the God of love, who hears and answers prayer. Therefore, Master, I pray in Jesus' name that you bless each and everyone who has listened to this podcast for you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.